ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Soothe to Sleep Stories, and this is the first recording for February 2024 and for 2024. I'm so glad to be back. And I just hope you relax. If you're not feeling well, may this minister to your mind, will, emotions, your spirit, and your body. And we're going to pick up where we left off, and that is for day 86. But this is going to turn into probably 600 days of Bible reading, (laughs) because I want us not to go so fast. I want us to meditate on his word. So I'm going to first read the chapter and then I'm going to repeat until I sense a passage that Holy Spirit wants to highlight and go from there. So before we begin, let's pray. Dear Adonai Elohim, Heavenly Father, thank you so much again for this beautiful day you have made. We will rejoice in you, Lord. For this beautiful day you have made and be glad. Thank you for your healing touch. You know no bounds and no limits. You are limitless, O God. And I thank you, sweet Holy Trinity, Father God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, for ministering to those who are listening now and in years to come. Thank you for ministering to my spirit, my soul, mind, will, and emotions, and body. I thank you, Father, and I thank you, Jesus, and I thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, that I am sensitive to your leading and discernment as your word goes across the airwaves in cyberspace. In Jesus' name I pray, thank you for your shalom, your peace that surpasses all understanding. Holy Spirit, thank you for just breathing on us from the north, the south, the wind, and the east. Your breath of life. Breathe into those places that have been dry. Breathe life into our spirits again and our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions and our body. In Jesus' precious, wonderful, holy name, I pray for the power of the sweet Ruach HaKodesh, the sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm chapter 38, a Psalm of David, to bring to remembrance, O Lord. Do not rebuke me in your wrath, 
nor chasten me in your hot displeasure, for your arrows pierce me deeply, and your hand presses me down. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your anger, nor any health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head. Like a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds are foul and festering because of my foolishness. I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long, for my loins are full of inflammation, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and severely broken. I groan because of the turmoil of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before you, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart pants, my strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it also is gone from me. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague, and my relatives stand afar off. Those also who seek my life lay snares for me. Those who seek my hurt speak of destruction and plan deception all the day long. But I, like a deaf man, do not hear, and I am like a mute who does not open his mouth. Thus, I'm like a man who does not hear and in whose mouth is no response. For in you, O Lord, I hope. You will hear, O Lord, my God. For I said, Hear me, lest they rejoice over me, lest, when my foot slips, they exalt themselves against me. For I am ready to fall, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare my iniquity, I will be in anguish over my sin. But my enemies are vigorous, and they are strong, and those who hate me wrongfully have multiplied. Those also who render evil for good, they are my adversaries because I follow what is good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O oh my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O oh Lord, my salvation. Lord, thank you for your word. Sweet friend, what is highlighted to me are verses 11 and 12 from Psalm chapter 38. I don't know about you, but let me read this again. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague. Is not the plague we experienced the past four years? You know what I'm talking about. This whole global pandemic, scamdemic, whatever you want to call it. Oh. How many of you have 
screened friends or don't have the same friends that you had because of the plague. The plague of fear, that's what I would say, more than anything else. They stood aloof, didn't they? But also it says my relatives stand afar off. How many experienced that and are still going through that? The good news is the Father is the God of reconciliation and he has been working and reconciling relatives who disagreed with me and vice versa, whether we would take the pokey or not. Then in, in verse 12, those also who seek my life lay snares for me. Those who seek my hurt speak of destruction and plan deception all the day long. Though Yes, yes. I'm going through that right now as I speak. Deception and seeking my hurt. There are those who do that and speak of destruction. But greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. And it is not flesh and blood that we wrestle against, but principalities, the demonic realm, in high places, that's behind it. And Jesus said, pray for our enemies, pray for those who spitefully use you. And so that's what I do. I pray for them, Lord. I pray that you give them eyes to see and ears to hear, and that the scales of deception fall from their eyes and that they see that they are doing wrong and are made right when they see everything in your light, Jesus. They're in darkness and they grope in the darkness because they follow the father of lies, Satan himself, without even realizing it. I pray that they find you, Jesus. Draw them to you by your sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray with the power of the sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. I hope this blessed you, ladies and gentlemen. Next time, we will pick up where we left off, and that'll be Psalm chapter 39. And until next time, blessings to you. And sweet friend, I wanted to ask you, do you go to church right now in the area where you live? Comment below where you live. I would like to know and I will pray for you. Now I have a question, a very important question. If you died right now, where would you go? If it's heaven, do you believe you would go to heaven? Let me ask you this. If God were to say, when you got to heaven, why should I let you into heaven? What would you tell him? Would you say, I've been a good person. I paid my tithes. I went to church. I fed the poor. I visited the sick. 
I helped my parents, I helped my brother, on and on. Well, God said in his word through the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 3 verse 23, all have sinned. And Romans 6 23 says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And Romans 10 13 says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Pray this with me, Heavenly Father. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and rose again. I give you my life. I want Jesus Christ to come into my life and into my heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Sweet friend, what has changed? You now have a personal relationship with God. Jesus' death on the cross opened the door for you to have an intimate relationship with God. He is your Father, and He loves you and desires to take care of you. You are forgiven. It doesn't matter what you've done. When Jesus died on the cross, your sins weren't just forgiven. They were forgotten. You're starting all over again with a clean slate. You are on your way to heaven. Heaven and hell, sweet friend, really do exist. And if you die today, heaven will be your new home. You are a child of God. You now belong to his family. That means you can trust him completely to take care of you. He desires to meet your needs and help you live in health and victory. You might be asking yourself, now what? Pray. When you meet someone new, the best way to get to know that person is by talking to him or her. Well, that's what praying is. Talking to God. You can talk about anything you want to. For example, how thankful you are for Jesus, any needs you have, or just say hello. Then, listen. God has much to say to you. You may not hear him with your physical ears, but you'll hear him with your heart. Next, read the Bible. Everything you want to know about God can be found there. You can discover his personality, his plan for your life, and how much he loves you. Think of the Bible as spiritual food that can help you grow into a strong Christian. Then, attend a church. Find a church where you are loved and accepted and that preaches the Word of God and has the move of the Holy Spirit. If you only have the Word, you will dry up. If you only have the Spirit, you will blow up. But if you have both the Word and the Spirit, you will grow up. There you will find people who can guide and encourage you. And finally, follow the commandment of love. There is nothing you could have done to earn your salvation. It's a free gift. You follow God's commandments not to earn or keep your salvation, but because you love Him and want to be obedient to Him, God's greatest commandment to us is to love one another just as he loves us. 
each day, strive to follow this love commandment. If you mess up, just ask him to forgive you and help you. Your life will continue to be transformed by God's great love for you. And so that I may get to know you better, let me know in the comments where you are from and any prayer requests, and I will take it to the throne of God and intercede for you. That means stand in the gap for you. Hallelujah. God said in his word that angels rejoice when just one soul has been transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's light. And that's what's just happened. Congratulations. This was the best decision you ever I made. I hope this blessed you, ladies and gentlemen. Next time, we will pick up where we left off, and that'll be Psalm chapter 39. And until next time, blessings to you.